0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Back Pocket Topics, a sports show. I'm Cooper, and I'm Scott. Uh, welcome, you guys, to our NFL season preview.
1: Yeah, today's we're recording this on Thursday night, right before the Thursday games, or Thursday afternoon, right before the Thursday night games and the season opener. So we got to get this out quickly, and hopefully, hopefully, you guys can see this before those games and be as hyped for them as we are.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um so I think we'll get right into it since it is Thursday night. We'll start off talking about Thursday night football, first game of the year. I think it's going to be a good game.
1: Yeah, two two of arguably two of the two of the best teams in the league. No, they are two of the best. Maybe the two maybe the two best teams in the league with the Bills and the Rams. And I at least have one of them in my Super Bowl prediction, but but so this is going to be a very very fun game to watch and we're starting off the season with a bang. So, Cooper, uh, I'll let you go first.
0: Um, so, as we get into this game, the spread favors the Bills. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. But for my prediction, I'm going to have to go with the Rams winning tonight. I think they're the Super Bowl. They're the defending champs. It's in L.A. And I'm pretty sure the ring ceremony is tonight, too. I think all those combined, I think, um, give enough cause for me to go with the Rams. Obviously, they're a super talented team. Um, They're returning most of their guys from last year's championship team. They added Bobby Wagner. They added Allen Robinson. I think it's going to be a shootout. Don't get me wrong, but I do think the Rams are going to win tonight.
1: Um, I disagree. I think the Bills are going to win tonight. I think the Bills are maybe it's because I'm just such a huge Josh Allen guy. And like, just such a huge, like, Bills guy in general. Like, I, I love Josh Allen. I, I, I thought he had an argument for the best quarterback in the league last year. Like, you just saw it in the playoff game against Mahomes. Like, those two quarterbacks are just different. Like, you can throw in Rodgers with them, but like, at the end of the day, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are two unreal athletes. And I'd argue Josh Allen is the most physically gifted quarterback the league has seen since like prime Cam Newton. And, like, when you can run, like, I know Allen doesn't, like, didn't run, like, a four six forty or whatever, low, or, like, a high four five forty. but on the field, he looks like he runs like that, and he's just a freight train, and not to mention, he's got the strongest arm, arguably, of the last, like, 20 years, other Absolute than, like, Brett Favre, maybe, like, the only guys that I could think of that challenge him are, like, Brett Favre, and, like, I don't know, I can't speak for, like, Dan Marino, but, like, I'm, I've heard he has got, like, a crazy arm, too, so... But Josh Allen just incredibly talented. I think that he's gonna have a big night tonight in a coming out party. And I think that Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs are just gonna feast. And not to mention sure. on the defensive side of the ball, the Bills had I don't know if they had the best, but they had like a top three defense in the league last year. And with like the the two safeties up top with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, they've got Tradavius White, they've got um good linebackers, and now they they brought in Von Miller from the Rams yeah. who um, in that playoff run looked like a top 10 edge rusher, or at least in that um caliber of player. So I just think that the Bills are one of the most talented teams in the league. And I would be surprised if they don't prove that this year. So, and I just, and I also think that the, like the Rams, this is going to be an incredible game, obviously. And I'm, and either there's a reason the spread is so close, but I think I'm going to lean towards the Bills um, for the reasons I said, but yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams come away with the victory. Sure.
0: And I think there's definitely something to be said. Um, Obviously, everyone right away looks at Josh Allen and the Bills offense. They look at Cooper Cup and the Rams offense. But there definitely is something to be said for these two teams' defenses. And I think you touched on that um, with the Bills' talented defense. I mean, the Rams, they've got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. I think everyone kind of is overlooking that aspect of that game tonight. And I think it's just going to be an all-around great game on both sides of the
1: ball. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. For sure. So, yeah, now we're going to move on to our um, sleeper teams and our overrated teams. We're going to start with the sleeper teams. Cooper, I'll let you go first Um, with who your sleeper team is.
0: Sure. Um, So for this season, the 2022-2023 NFL season, my sleeper team is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think I love that.
1: yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, I think that the them, Colts but... um,
0: were an extremely talented team last season. Uh, they obviously, <laughs> a bit of a heartbreaker, missed the playoffs after uh, not being able to beat the Jaguars in the last week of the season. Um, but I think they're back for revenge this year. Uh, they had a major upgrade at quarterback going from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. You know, Matt Matty Ice might not be the MVP caliber player he once was. But I, I think he's definitely an upgrade um, from Wentz, and I've talked about that. Um, I think that the defense of the Colts is super talented. They have they had guys like Darius Leonard last year uh, at linebacker and in the offseason, I believe, in free agency. It was either free agency or trade. I'm not quite sure. They acquired Stephon Gilmore um, on top of an already stacked roster. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to continue to be an absolute freak. And I really like the Colts coming out of that AFC South division that if I'm being honest, isn't really that talented. And I think that
1: that's putting it lightly.
0: (laughs) They're going to have a good, the only
1: team in that they're the only team in that division. That's a respectable NFL franchise this year.
0: (laughs) Scott, you want to give us your sleeper?
1: So I was between two teams for my sleeper. I was between the Ravens and the 49ers. I like like, I think that the Ravens are going to have a huge year. I, I think I'm going to choose the Ravens. Like, the, the Niners just have that wild card with Trey Lance, and they're in a much tougher division, and or not much tougher, but they're in a tougher division with, like, a, the Rams, obviously. I guess let's see, see. Actually, I don't even know if they're even better. Whatever. <laughs> um, I think that the Ravens are probably going to be my sleeper because they're c- c- getting so many guys back from injury this year. It's kind of insane. Like, they're going to... They're gonna have J.K. Dobbins back. He was one of the most efficient runners in the league. They're gonna have Rashad Bateman for a full for his full first season, basically, because as a rookie he flashed, but he was injured for so much of the year that you didn't really get a great read on him. But Rashad Bateman was a first round wide receiver for a reason, in the top fifteen ish, top twenty prospect in my opinion going in in that draft class, and he's the perfect receiver to pair with Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson. Like people might've thought, oh, Hollywood Brown, he's talented. He didn't produce that well. So Marquise Brown isn't going to, uh, so um, uh, Rashad Bateman's not going to produce as well. But then if you look at um, Rashad Bateman, he thrives as like a three level threat with like, with uh, an emphasis on the intermediate short game, because he's got size, he's got hands, he's got uh, some decent speed. It's nothing crazy, but he's definitely a solid athlete all around. And he's, and I think he reminds me a little bit of Michael Thomas in a way. Like, I think he's a little bit smaller than Michael Thomas, but he definitely has some Michael Thomas qualities. And that's exactly where, where um, Lamar Jackson thrives, is over the middle of the field or just in that short to intermediate range, which is why Mark Andrews had such a good year last year, because Mark Andrews is another player that thrives in that range. And I, I think Lamar's going to, like, Lamar's in a contract year. So it's Lamar a is going to, up, yeah. yeah, he's gonna monster. Lamar's you. in a contract year; he's going to go off. I drafted him in fantasy this year for a reason. The dude is going to go off. He's gonna. We're gonna get flashbacks to MVP Lamar. But yeah, and then this offensive line's healthier this year, so that's all obviously gonna be great. Um, the receiving court is still thin, but I th- like I said, Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews are still great players, and you've got James Proche, Devin Duvernay, and a couple other guys who can definitely play a good role. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you've got like the defensive, the defense as a whole is just getting healthier. Like those, those corners were so, so injured last year. There was a time where I think like their top five, like all the top five corners on their depth chart were injured. Like uh, their Marlon theme, Humphrey is. Yeah. They were yeah, just yeah, decimated by too. injuries last year. Yeah. Just decimated. Like, I just think they're in for such a big bounce-back year, and they're definitely going to challenge the Bengals for the number one seed in that division. Like, I think I'm still going to go with the Bengals for that, but the Ravens are definitely going to challenge that. And back to the 49ers, I just want to talk a little bit about them. Fair. I think that the that it's all dependent on Trey Lance about whether or not they can take come away as, like, a top-five team in the league. If Trey Lance can become a top-12 quarterback in the league, which he definitely can with his talent and Kyle Shanahan's coaching, by the way... Biggest Kyle Shanahan guy here. He's probably the best coach in the league, in my opinion. The best offensive mind and like play caller in my in my opinion for sure. And he just he's going to make that job so easy on Lance. And when you pair that with Lance's tools and Brandon Ayuk is going to have a big year, I think, because he's going to be a downfield weapon for Lance. And you pair that and like just that defense is really good. Their defensive coordinator is one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. He's probably going to get a head coaching job soon. I think the 49ers are also in for a big year. But, yeah, so those are my two sleeper teams. Yeah. um, Um, Yeah.
0: I was going to – I forgot to mention earlier. I was between another team. Other than the Colts, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be able to surprise a bunch of people this year. Uh, No? No.
1: Go on. Go on. Go on.
0: I think that they had a busy offseason. They brought in A.J. Brown. Um, They just recently traded for C.J. Gardner-Johnson uh to bolster up their defense. I have a feeling you're gonna say some things about Jalen Hurts. But I think Jalen Hurts is a talented quarterback, and I think this year he can take a jump take the jump, um, bring the Eagles back to the playoffs. Uh the offense, great run game. I don't know. I, I-, I like the Eagles.
1: So on to the overrated teams. My overrated team this season is the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. I just, I've just, i seen them getting so much hype as a top eight team. I've seen them as a top eight team, and I just can't imagine that. Like like I said before how Trey Lance is going to have a big year because he's got the talent, plus he's got Kyle Shanahan who's able to sit for a year. But Jalen Hurts, he's not even close to the talent that Trey Lance is. I don't, I, I don't think his arm is all that. His ac- he's one of the least accurate quarterbacks in the league. He can't read a defense. He's just athletic. He's just a runner. He's a runner with that's improving a little bit as a passer, but he's just still not, not a good quarterback. He's drew lock with legs with a worse arm. That, that's disrespectful. That is my per- that's disrespectful. I- I'm sorry. They both can't read defenses. Like Jalen hurts is who Lamar haters think Lamar is like Jalen hurts. Just, I, I just can't get over that. Um, so I just, I don't know. Plus, yeah, we'll We'll see. We'll see. 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 Like they've got great weapons. They've got AJ Brown. They've got Devontae Smith. They've got, um, great tight ends. Their offensive line is good. Miles Sanders is a question mark, but I like Kenny Gainwell behind them. I think, I think they could be good. They could be a top 12 team, but I just can't see them as a, like, I don't think they're going to win a division. I think the Cowboys are going to beat them out there but they're probably a lock for two because the Giants and the commanders are in shambles. But um, I think that I just seeing them consistently as a top 10 team is just doesn't sit right with me. Like, and they've done, they've made moves to bolster up their defense and they've had, they had a bunch of draft picks. They've had an amazing off season, but it just doesn't sit right with me. Like with Jalen hurts at the helm, this is Jalen hurts make or break year. If Jalen hurts does not, like show does not lead this team to a, to the playoffs because this roster is really good if they can stay healthy and this team doesn't make the playoffs it's all on Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts is gone Jalen Hurts Carson it's Carson Strong season guys I don't know if he made the final roster I'm assuming he did because I like Carson Strong coming out but like it's Jalen Hurts is on the hot sh- is on the hot seat if this Eagles team isn't isn't successful but Honestly, the main reason I picked them is because I couldn't really think of any other overrated team. Sure. But the Eagles, I think, definitely shouldn't be in the conversation as a top eight team, which I've seen them as.
0: Scott Nance, officially Jalen Hurts' biggest hater, as we just learned. Maybe it's maybe it's almost Gardner Minshew times. He saw isn't he the backup? Oh yeah, I forgot yeah, about Gardner Minshew. Yeah,
1: Minshew is going to become the starting quarterback by week eight.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Um <laughs> You mentioned how you didn't that. even think the Eagles would win their division. You mentioned the Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys team? are my overrated team for this season. I feel like I, every single season that we go into, we hear all the Dallas fans, This is our year. This is our year. We're America's team. This is this our is year. This is our year, guys. Cowboys Super Bowl. No, it's not. It's just not. I. They have a talented roster. There's nothing to really argue about that. Um, I don't think that Dak Prescott's a solid quarterback. I don't think he's as elite as a lot of people make him out to be. I think the offensive line um, traditionally was probably the strongest part of this team. But I think that they got a lot weaker um, this offseason. They're going to be a weaker unit coming into this year than they were last year. I love Micah Parsons as a player uh but i i don't i don't think that the cowboys are as good as everyone thinks they are i don't know i i don't get the hype
1: like i 100% agree with that they're not some top 10 top 8 team but i think that both them and the eagles are in that 11 to 15 range as a team and i think that it's going to be a very close competition for who wins that division but i just like the stability and the security of dallas like the dallas Mike McCarthy can't coach to save his life, and they're like, but they do have the talent on that roster. And when you have a quarterback like Dak Prescott, Dak, Dak Prescott, we know exactly what he is. There's no wild card, um, thing there. Like Dak Prescott is going to be your tenth best quarterback in the league, eleventh best quarterback in the league. He's going to put up numbers. He's going to lead this team. And I think that Dallas's defense is coming along. It's one of the better. I think it's going to be one of the better defenses that they've had in the past couple of years. Like their defense has always held them back, but Michael Parsons is in for a defensive player of the year caliber season. Trevon Diggs, as much shit as people um talk about him, he's not a top ten corner. Obviously, have you seen but the training camp good.
0: videos? He's getting dust. I have seen the training like camp. Third training
1: camp videos. Yeah, well, tra- if you look at training camp videos, you can make me look like an NFL player. Like <laughs> I feel like training camp videos are not the best the best way to evaluate someone especially when you're a player like trevon diggs who definitely thinks he's a top two corner in the league right so he's like maybe he's not giving it 100 in training camp i just think there's too many variables there to really take training camp videos as more of just memes <laughs> but um yeah so i think that trevon Diggs is probably like 15th, 20th best quarter in the corner in the league like he's still a playmaker he's going to give them get, get takeaways and i think he has shown some improvement of like only chasing the ball. At least that's what I've seen in the the, um, training camp videos as much as I just said, they're not valid, but um, yeah, I I just, I don't know. I get better vibes from the Cowboys than I do with the Eagles. So I'm just taking them as my, as like the winner of the, it's the yeah. East, but it's it's definitely going to be within a game or two.
0: I still think that, like, I'll see these rankings that people make, and they're just, like, Cowboys, like, top, like, six or seven. I'm just like no. If they're
1: top six, then Can't I, I didn't see it. any of them as top six. But, like, if they're top six, they'll be my overrated team, too. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: For sure. Um, do we want to go into a Super Bowl prediction, or um, do we want to go into top five teams? What do we think?
1: Um, I, let's do top five teams real quick, because okay. then we, that's going to be talking about teams that we think about for the Super Bowl. Probably. Sure. So, um, do you want to go, do you want to, how do we, how do we want to do this? We can do we each wanna talk about our teams? number one
0: and then each talk about our number two, stuff like that.
1: Or how about we, how about we just say our top five and then we just can talk about the team so we can talk about them together so okay. that we're not that's like jumping all over the place. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So I'll start with my number one team. I kind of already talked about them. So I guess we can just breeze by this or I'll let you say some words, but I have the bills. as my number one team. But for the reasons I said earlier in the video, just Josh Allen being incredible, this team being so well-rounded, the defense being top three in the league, just they've got so much to like, like their uh, Sean McDermott is one of the best coaches in the league. I think he's an underrated coach. He, he's probably not quite a top five coach, but he's definitely up there um, as a defensive mind. And I don't know. I just really get. I get. I think that this is the Bills' year, and that if we want to just flash the Super Bowl predictions real quick, even though I just said not to, but I want to talk a little bit more about the Bills. Sure. Um, I the Bills are the team I'm going to be picking to win the Super Bowl. I think that the Bills are just that team this year, and they're going to look unstoppable as the season as the season's going on. And who knows? Maybe tonight, in like four hours or three hours, we're, we're, they're going to get beat by the Rams, and I'm going to look like an idiot but like who knows
0: yeah i think the bills are a super talented team i don't have them as my number one um but they are up there they're in my top five um do you want me to go with my number one
1: yeah sure who's your number one
0: uh i mean i think we're just mirroring what we talked about already uh my number one i gotta go with the defending champs running the back get the la rams i mean i talked about them earlier super talented offense. Super talented defense, uh, star players on all sides of the ball. Sean McVay, talented coach. I don't know. I, the only thing that scares me a little is this Matt Stafford elbow injury. But everything I've been reading has just been saying that he feels great. He's 100. percent He'll be fine.
1: And regardless, the dude's played through injuries his entire career. An iron like, Man. I'm, sh- I'm sure he'll. Be, yeah, he'll be fine. Like even if something's bothering him right now, he'll be completely fine by the time by like week six or whatever.
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, but yeah. I think, but like the, and yeah, go on. Yeah. I, I just think the Rams will be able to run it back. I don't know. I think they're. I don't know. Seeing really as the me.
1: Rams sit at number two on my list, I sure. 100% agree with what you're saying. Uh, the, uh, who, who's number two on your list? The Bills.
0: So okay, perfect. Little, now we just move so on. Now we
1: just move on to number three. Perfect. Yeah, you got it. Um, my third team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, um, what are your thoughts on that? I like the
0: Bucks. Bucks. I got them at the my fifth best team. Um, I mean, obviously, there's Tom Brady. How no matter how old he is, only three things are certain: death, taxes, and Tom Brady being in the playoffs. I don't know. Uh, They're a super talented team. Lots of superstars. Um, Over the off season, they signed my guy, Akeem Hicks, uh, bolster up that defense. I I don't know. I. Obviously, the offense is talented. You got Brady, you got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin. I think the defense on this team is super good. You got Devin White, you got Akeem Hicks. I just talked about Vita Vea, Shaq
1: Barrett, you got Levante. You got Levante David. You've got Antoine Winfield Jr. Antoine Winfield Jr. is one of my favorite players in the entire league. Like even going back to like the first draft that I ever scouted, like going in depth was the 2020 draft. Antoine Winfield was my sleeper in that draft class, and that has played out very well. I thought he was the best safety in the draft and that he was a top 20 player in the draft. And the the Buccaneers got him at pick 45, four picks before I wanted my Steelers to get him. And he's, he's just done nothing done nothing but ball out during his career. He's worked his way up to a top 10 safety in the league, in my opinion. And when I just think that the Buccaneers, yeah, you're so right how, about how good the Buccaneers' defense is. That defense is also like as I was talking about like all three of these top teams. Like that's why I have the the Buccaneers at number three because I think that the top three teams are, have the two have the three top defenses in the league probably with the Bills, the Rams, and the Buccaneers. And they all have great offenses. The Buccaneers have Tom Brady, who's a top five quarterback at the very least. You've got Julio Jones, who they brought in. Who knows how what Julio is going to be like? But if he can stay healthy and actually have. A relevant role which is obviously asking a lot from him yeah but julio jones could be an x factor when it comes to the playoffs if he can just stay healthy for the playoffs we'll see because this that. team is a shoe-in to make the um to make the playoffs so if he can stay healthy by the for the playoffs then this team can be really good and you're getting chris godwin back you're getting mike evans back offensive lo- this offensive line is extremely talented um oh. their running backs are fine but running backs are running backs so it doesn't really matter um <laughs> um no gronk. gronk but no gronk yeah, that's lose, what i'm saying that's a big gronk. loss yeah it, it it is a big loss but i don't know i feel like they they've always had a deep tight end room they've still got cameron great i'm pretty sure and he's not the worst thing in the I world believe. and i think he makes up for and i think that the rest of this team can easily make up for a i think for a average tight end so yeah
0: that's more of the fun yeah. factor for me no more gronk that's yeah. sad i love gronk yeah
1: Definitely makes the vibe of this team go down a little. bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So at number three for me, uh, I've got another team from California, Chargers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um. I per. Well, you touched on your Super Bowl prediction. I got the Chargers making it to the Super Bowl. I think that. They're a super talented group. I keep saying the word talented, but that that's what they are. They got it's superstars true, yeah. all over the place. Justin Herbert, I think, is gonna solidify himself as being a being right up there with Mahomes and Allen this year as the top three guys at QB. Um they've got Keenan Allen, they've got Mike Williams catching the football. They got Austin Eckler at running back, he's super talented. He'll be catching passes too. Um I think their defense is good. It was good before this offseason. But in this offseason, they got Khalil Mack from my Bears. They got JC Jackson. And they already had Derwin James and uh, Bosa. I don't know, man. I feel like the Chargers are just super good. And I think they're going to make the jump. I think they're going to be that Super Bowl team. Justin Herbert, super talented. I don't know. Super good.
1: Yeah. I think Justin Herbert is definitely an MVP candidate this year. And you'd be foolish to think that to just write him off as a um, a young quarterback who's like just going to be inconsistent or whatever. Justin Herbert is definitely an MVP candidate. He's a top five quarterback in the league, and he's going to make this offense a very efficient and a very um high, like high scoring offense. So mm-hmm. it's not up to the defense, but here's, here's where the defense, I have a few concerns. Like they're very star studded with Khalil Mack, um, Joey Bosa, um, Derwin James, and, um, JC Jackson, but um I still think that the main problem for the Chargers last year and why their defense was so horrible last year is because they just had so many holes where there's literally they just have scrubs that just cannot handle playing on an NFL field against high level opponents. And it doesn't help that like in their division, like their linebackers suck. Kenneth Murray is not the player that we thought he was coming out of college. He cannot play coverage at all, and he's not even the best run defender. Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller in that division are just um, too much for him at all, and I think that's going to cost them a couple of games because of that. Like they can put Derwin James on, but then that limits the what they can do as like a full-fledged defense. And I think that their defensive line, apart from their two edges, like I think up, just basically up the middle is going to be a huge weakness for them. Like I think. I don't know. I just think that they still have a lot of holes on the defense that's going to keep it, hold it back from being a top 10 unit or whatever. And I do think that the Chargers are a top like seven, eight team in the league, but I just can't put them up this high because I've still got questions. Plus they're a very young team. They're a little more unproven and like, I don't know. I I like the safety of some of these other teams over them, but I definitely can. I, I love the Chargers pick up here because if you're right, this is going to look awesome for you. And I 100% can see you being correct. So,
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you did touch on that talented division. Um, I don't know, playing the Broncos with Russ now, playing Patty Mahomes, playing the Raiders. It's going to be tough, but I think they've got what it takes. And maybe their defense won't exactly hold their own sometimes, but I think Justin Herbert and the offense are just going to get Give me all the points. Give me all the points. Yeah, they're going to be-, be one
1: of the most. They're going to be the most. They have an argument for the most entertaining team this, this season. Right. And like there's always a joke how the Chargers can't sell tickets. This year they're going to be selling tickets. <laughs> and that's not going to be. That's not even a debate. Sure. But yeah, for me, moving on to the fourth best team, I'm staying in that division. I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs. I know they lost Tyree Hill, And Tyree Hill is the best receiver for Patrick Mahomes the best receiver that Patrick Mahomes can have, and arguably, arguably the best receiver in the league. I would still take Adams and Jefferson over him. I would take Adams and Jefferson over him, but they're in the same tier. If Tyreek Hill's hands weren't so bad, then he'd be number one, but Tyreek Hill just has those drops that just can end drives.
0: Yeah, in my time watching Pat- football, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, in- probably well, the most physically physically gifted player. I've seen, that just his speed
1: his, is yeah insane. His speed is just so damn game breaking. Right. Like literally, it doesn't matter who who you put on him if he doesn't have safety help over top, and if that safety is not not a talented, then you are just screwed. So, but and pair that with Patrick Mahomes' arm, or just basically just get the ball in Tyreek Hill's hands, and he was able to cook, which is why the Dolphins are still going to be able to use him, even though Tua doesn't have the best deep ball. Right. But um, yeah, anyways, back to the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes best quarterback in the league him or Josh Allen I'm going Patrick Mahomes still okay when you have the best quarterback in the league and when you've got a top two three coach in the league and Andy Reid, you're going to have a great offense and like you've still got Travis Kelsey who's going to feast this year you've got Juju Smith Schuster who I'm banking on having a bounce back like I guess he had like two down years or something three down years but I'm banking on him bouncing back and then you've got Sky Moore, who's a rookie coming in, who I think is very talented and I thought was incredible value with their pick that they got, and he fits into this team perfectly. You've got Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who can play that deep threat, who's six foot four and can run a 4-4-40. Four, four, and then, yeah, his hands aren't the best, but, like, I don't <laughs> know, catch. whatever. Oh, sorry. Whatever. Sorry. MVS is MVS. <sighs> he's, he's fine. There's a reason I mentioned Sky Moore before. But their offensive line is pretty good. You've got Creed Humphrey um, who's quarterbacking that offensive line and Creed Humphrey is coming off one of the best rookie seasons for a center. So I wouldn't be surprised if like, so this offensive line is probably going to be good again. And Creed Humphrey could be the best center in the league again. So, and still the offense is, is set. The defense I think has some question marks for sure. But they're going to be a better team than last year, especially because Matthew Mahomes is going to be playing more conservative football because he's not going to be chucking it up to Tyreek Hill every single time. I think they're going to play a little bit more of a inside twenty yards and like just let basically play through Travis Kelsey and play through Juju Smith-Schuster. I think that those two guys are going to have really big years because Juju on the Steelers at least has transformed his game into more of that, just like physical guy in the inter- short intermediate game. And that's just perfect for, for what they want this year. And they can use Sky more and MBS to stretch the field. And there's also Nicole Hardman too. But like, I think that, I don't know. I think the Chiefs are going to be able to dominate time of possession this year. And while their defense isn't great, I just have faith in Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid so that. Like, I can't imagine them not being a top five team in the league.
0: Sure. Um did we touch on my fourth place team? No, we didn't because I had the Bucks at five. Um, my number four team in the league, I've got the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, obviously, coming off that Super Bowl run uh, that maybe not everyone expected, but I think everyone uh, woke up. That was like your wake-up call. Joe Burrow's here. He's a, he's a good quarterback.
1: Jamar Chase has awoken.
0: Yeah, Jamar Chase, um, top that's a top five receiver.
1: It's tough. We're gonna to do it we, we will be doing a video doing positional rankings. I sure. just know we will because it's gonna be a lot of fun. Jamar Chase is in that conversation. I think Exa- this this season that's fine. this season can certif can like solidify him as that, but
0: that's enough. Yeah. That's a talented weapon. Um Exactly. Obviously you've got the other guys, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon at running back. Um this offensive line was atrocious last year, especially during the playoff run that they had in the Super Bowl. They're getting absolutely eaten alive. But I think that they really improved their offensive line during the offseason. Um, I think that the defense is good enough. I wouldn't say they're... In, I'd say their defense the is
1: good. I think it's one of their strong points, honestly.
0: Okay. I mean, sure. Help me out. I mean, yeah, they're good. Uh, I, have, uh, I
1: have them as my fifth team. So, like, I like yeah. them too. So
0: Perfect. Hey... Come on in.
1: Yeah, as for on the defensive side of the ball, Trey Hendrickson was a top 10, 12 edge rusher last year. Logan Wilson was a breakout player at linebacker. Their corners did the job, and, like, they've got Jesse Bates still. And I just think that this unit, this defense is just a really good – like, I don't think they're, like, top five defense, but they're a top 10 defense for sure and definitely a plus on this team. Like, it's not a question mark at all. It's not, like, even a neutral I think this defense is definitely going to get the job done. And yeah, their interior of the defensive line is also really good.
0: Yeah. So I just think, all in all, I mean, they've done it before. Uh, Proven playoff experience, even with that bad O line from last year. Um,
1: Yeah. I mean, that's
0: basically us talking about our fifth place teams, too.
1: Yeah. So. Now I'm just I'm just going to briefly say the teams that I like I'm not really going to go into much detail but the teams that I was thinking about that didn't I didn't quite have in my top 5 I had the Chargers who we already talked about mm-hmm. I had the Ravens who I already talked about some I've got the 49ers who I already talked about some and then I've got the Packers I think that the Packers you've got Aaron Rodgers I think and like when you have Aaron Rodgers and that team is just talented all, all around that defense is very good as well I think they're going to be a top 10 team for sure. If not a top 17, top eight team, like it's yet to be seen whether or not they're going to still be that top five team without Devonte Adams. But I think that Christian Watson is my guy. And I think he's been getting hated on a little bit too much in this off season process. And I think Christian Watson is going to be a big player this year. And he, he's just an unreal athlete that is going to pair perfectly with Aaron Rodgers And, There's just no better place for him to land, really. And I don't know. The Packers are definitely going to be a top-eight team, top-seven team, in my opinion.
0: I like the Packers a lot. I think everyone's making too big of a deal out of the fact that, oh, Rodgers has no one to throw to. Like, yeah, I mean, that's true. It's not a talented wide receiver room or pass-catching room at all. But this so is even kind of what, without
1: Adams, even without Adams, they've been a successful team when he's when Adams has been hurt. So This is
0: kind of what Rodgers does. I mean, he just he takes these guys. It's like Brady on the Patriots, like Adam and Wes Welker, all those guys. Rodgers is a good enough quarterback to where he can he can elevate these guys games through his elite quarterbacking skills and yeah, everyone talks about oh, Devontae Adams, he left, he's gone. People kind of forget that the whole reason that the Packers didn't give Devontae as much money as he wanted is so they could spend that money to improve that O-line, to improve that defense, and really make them a more well-rounded team overall. And I think that they're definitely going to be able to make a deep playoff run this year. Um, Some teams that I might have left off, I mean, I touched on the Eagles and Colts. Um, The Chiefs, obviously, they're up there. Um, I think the Broncos will be pretty solid this year with Russ. Um nothing else is really jumping off the page to me.
1: The I Steelers think, are gonna be a top ten team this year. I don't know about that. Who said that? Yeah. Um uh, must
0: have been a little random person must have entered our call. Can't think who might have said that.
1: Know. I don't know. They're they're based though, so pretty good. Um anyways. Um Do you wanna move on to Ooh.
0: Sleeper team. Just thought just came to me. <laughs> New Orleans Saints. Think about it, Jameis. Jameis is back. That offense is going to be solid. If Alvin Kamara, Michael get, Thomas is back too. Yeah, they got uh, Olave. Their, coming defense, in.
1: their defense is always good too. So.
0: Yeah, I think they're solid. They're not going to win
1: the. De- but they can make the playoffs. They're definitely a playoff team for sure. Like yeah. they're in that. They're in that. Um, in the hunt for the uh, seventh, six, six, or seventh seed. So. Sure definitely in that like 10 to 16 range of teams. So yeah, anyways, um, I think we'll end this off by um, talking about our awards predictions for this year, starting off with the MVP award. Um, I think I've made my opinions pretty clear. Uh, My MVP is Josh Allen, and I think I've talked enough about him, so I'll hand the floor floor over to you, Cooper. So I'll be my guest.
0: Mine is also going to be Josh Allen. Um, I mean, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, uh cannon for an arm uh he's gotten more and more accurate each year he's been in the league um his mobility you talked about making throws on the run rushing I mean he's and he's gotten he's ser- so much
1: more poise too like he yeah. can make throws all over the field from the pocket too and yeah his pocket and- presence has improved I think I think if he can stay the big thing for him has been consistency because when he's been at his best the past two years he's been the best quarterback in the league the big thing for him is consistency and I think that he's shown that he's been able that especially in the big time moments, that he's been able to step up to the plate and like make those big time throws and those big time drives to lead his team to victory. And I just think this year is Josh Allen is the Bills in Josh Allen's year. So yeah, that's yeah. my MVP. And I guess I can say a runner-up real quick. I, I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert for my runner-up because no, it's almost like almost the same reasons, honestly. Justin Herbert right. is a low-key, a little bit of a Justin Herbert of a Justin, sorry Josh Allen light in a way. So I don't know. Um, yeah, a little bit I worse mean, of an athlete, probably. But sure,
0: I think both those yeah. guys too are surrounded with like super talented supporting casts. um Like Allen's got Diggs and Gabe Davis. Um, he might not have the running back like Herbert does with Eckler, and he's got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. But overall, they're just both playing on good teams too, and I think team wins definitely helps your case for MVP in all sports. And I think both these teams are teams that can win their divisions and uh, definitely make a strong push for MVP.
1: Okay, yeah. And then now on to Offensive Player of the Year. My Offensive Player of the Year is Justin Jefferson. I think that the Vikings offense, like there's been reports that the Vikings offense is going to be a little bit more pass-heavy this year, which is only going to benefit um, Justin Jefferson. And plus with the new coach over, um, and Kevin, o- Kevin O'Connell, I think his name is, yeah. um, he's going to be impl- implementing the Ram scheme, which is going to put uh, Justin Jefferson in that Cooper Cup role. And we all saw how that worked out for Cooper Cup last year. Yeah. So Justin Jefferson is my pick, and I think he's going to make the ascension into the best wide receiver in the league this year. And like he's been the most productive receiver in the first two years of a career that we've basically ever seen. And I think this year is gonna be no different. He's gonna get his fifteen hundred plus yards, maybe even eighteen hundred this year. Who knows? His ten touchdowns, and he's just gonna feast. So yeah, Yeah, that's my favorite. It's crazy to think that
0: we're kind of just watching like the start of a Hall of Fame career just kinda unfold. We're watching
1: history. We're watching history.
0: And that sounds like people might hear that and they're like, No, like that's an exaggeration. It's not. It's really not. And you touched on how he's going to be inserted into that Cooper cup role that he was in last year with the Rams and Jefferson's just like a better athlete, better receiver way.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the numbers
0: Cup had like the best wide receiver season of all time. I, I'd like to imagine Jefferson can put up those numbers for sure. Yeah. Um, however, my pick, uh, is Jonathan Taylor running back from the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I mean, he kind of got robbed last year. I feel like in a typical season, he would have won Offensive Player of the Year with his stats that he put up. Um, but as I just mentioned, Cooper Cuff came along, had like the best wide receiver season ever, stole that award yeah. uh, from him. I think Taylor's coming back hungry this year. Um, he's playing in that improved Colts offense uh, that switched out Wentz for Matt Ryan. I don't know. I think another mantra season is coming from JT. Uh, and he's got as good of a chance as anyone.
1: One hundred percent agree. He was the number one pick in fantasy football for a reason. I have him on my team on two of my teams. We're loaded this year. That offensive line is perfect for him. He's showing um, upside in the receiving game. Jonathan Taylor's in for a big year, and he's probably my runner-up for this award. Um. Anyways, back to onto the defensive player of the year. I'll let you go first for this one.
0: Uh, I touched on this player earlier when I was actually talking about my overrated team. I've got Micah Parsons winning it. Um, you're making a face. I don't know. Maybe it's a bit oh, of a no, hot it's take. You
1: stole you stole my guy. Oh, I, I chose perfect, Parsons. Perfect. So perfect. I, I, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna think of another
0: guy. So sure. You, then you it's explain. not a hot take. Um, no. Micah Parsons was in the running last year to win Defensive Player of the Year as a rookie. I mean, he posted. I want to say 12, 13 sacks, something like that. Um, he can do it all. Pressure the quarterback, shut down the run game, playing coverage a little bit. Um, I think he's entering his sophomore season with as much upside as any player on the defensive uh, side of the ball in the entire league. I mean, Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett, and I guess I'll talk about TJ Watt, are always going to put up uh, superstar seasons. Um But I think Parsons is going to have a really, really, really great year. And um, I wouldn't say he's a lock for Depoy, but I'd say he's got a good shot.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, especially because this is is his second year, like, playing out as an edge rusher in an NFL level, really. So I think we can only see him, like, he's still a linebacker, obviously, but he's going to be rushing the passer a ton, of course. and. He, as a second year linebacker, being able to refine his toolbox a little bit more, it's going to be scary, which is why I had him as my pick. But I guess I'll go with a little more of a, a little more of an out there, a little bit more of a fun take. I'm going with Derwin James. Simply like the the traditional defensive player of the year is an edge rusher who's going to get sacks and strip sacks and all that stuff and force pressure, which is probably going to be that this year. But Derwin James, not like like this Chargers defense still has holes, like I said. But they're a lot better than they were last year. And if Derwin James can stay healthy, which has proven to be a big if, but if he can stay healthy, they can move him around as a chess piece and do whatever they want with him. And with Brandon Staley as that um as their coach, and finally being able to implement their their defense, I'm talking myself into like having the Chargers higher on my. That's what I'm saying. That's what my I'm power, saying. Rankings, what my I'm power saying. rankings. But um, I think Derwin James is going to be a playmaker this year. You're just going to see him on every single play. He's going to be. He's going to have the challenge of going up against the tight ends in his division. He's going to go up against some receivers. He's going to get a couple of sacks. He's just going to be everywhere. He flies Der- around the field. Exactly. Yeah. He's the best safety in the league. Um, when he's healthy, that's that's just been the only problem. So like, if he stays healthy. I think Derwin James can definitely be like that guy this year. So, yeah, he'll be my uh, defense player of the year prediction. Although Micah Parsons is definitely up there. TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett. Sure. Is Miles Garrett on the depoy? I don't think so, right?
0: Oh, I think
1: think he could be in for.
0: Was he close to it the year the whole. uh, uh,
1: Yeah, I think he would have won it the helmet year the mason rudolph year except <laughs> right. for the fact that um yeah he decided his rage got the best of him right but, um Could have been i don't justified think that him. yeah but the browns are just kind of a shit show this year so yeah they're gonna be um good. pun intended um i think that the he'll just he's just not really in like gonna be up in the conversation this year just because of how bad browns are gonna be this year you but, might have some bias yeah no 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 bias at all the browns <laughs> I don't really mind many of my division rivals, but the Browns are the one team I just that just grinds my gears. I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, but yeah, Sure. Anyways, uh, want to move on to rookies? Rookies. Ooh,
0: I, okay. Yeah, I was gonna go with comeback player of the year next, but we can we can go
1: rookies if you want. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Right. Um, start with offensive rookie of the year. I think this is this is a very competitive race because. There's just no clear cut guy, and it really mm. could be anybody. Um, it could definitely be one of these receivers, because there are a lot of good receivers this draft. It could in theory be a running back, but we haven't heard the best things from Brees Hall during the um during the during camp and during preseason. So um, I don't know, and the Jets just seem to be in a little bit of a mess right now with like injuries and stuff, as much as I like them going into the offseason. But um so I'm gonna I, this is no bias whatsoever. And I know he's not the starting quarterback, but he's going to take over for the MVP after a couple of weeks. So I'm going to go with Kenny Pickett. The Offensive Rookie of the Year has historically been a quarterback award, even when, it has, even when it definitely shouldn't have been. And Kenny Pickett is a pro-ready quarterback who has shown that he is poised and accurate and just really good throughout the preseason. And he worked his way up the depth, uh, up the depth chart. And I think that he'll be starting a game in the fir- by at the very latest week five, maybe week six at the very latest. And that might not be enough time for him to actually win the award. But in a weaker draft for offensive players, and just a weaker draft in general, um, at least for skill position offensive players. Because if this wasn't a skill position thing, then I'd probably go with one of the offensive linemen. But it's a skill position thing. So I think Kenny Pickett is going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Leading the Pittsburgh Steelers to their um to their winning record, and Mike Tomlin's record is going to stay alive.
0: Yeah, right. I think anytime you preface a statement with not to be biased here or anything, you just have to take everything following thought, with, with a little grain of salt, maybe.
1: No, 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 no. There's I am the least biased person there is. I think right. I like to. I think I view my te- my team as a. I think I view it pretty well. I don't think I'm blinded by anything i'll talk i think i don't know maybe i'm just excited for this year because our we've got a new look offense but i don't know i've got i think this offense is going to be pretty solid this year yeah
0: i wish i could be excited about my team um yeah yeah uh offensive rookie of the year coming into like a little bit like a couple of weeks ago if you asked me this question i was pretty high on uh Traylon burks and his situation with the tennessee tight ends um, kind of filling that A.J. Brown-sized hole in that offense. Um, a lot of people have compared them like as being somewhat similar uh, players. I think Burks is a pretty good combination of like size and athleticism and strength like A.J. Brown is. Uh, really what made me think all that was that someone's got to catch the ball down there. Um, but as we've gotten closer to the season, I've heard some not great things about Burks. Um, and about how he can't get up that depth chart at all. And then my better sense kind of kicked in, which was like, yeah, Ryan Tannehill sucks. So instead, I'm going to go with uh, Damian Pierce, running back for the Houston Texans. Um, we talked about him a little bit in our fantasy episode. Um, I don't think the Texans are going to be good by any means, but I think that their offense is going to be it's going to catch some people by surprise. I think Davis Mills is solid. and I really think that Damian Pierce is going to be able to be that workhorse, bell cow running back. Um, they released Marlon Mack. Uh, it's paving the way for him to be the clear-cut RB1. Um, he's talented. He can do it all. He's kind of similar to Javante Williams, I think we talked about.
1: Yeah, just a um, less athletic, less explosive Javante. Sure, yeah.
0: And I think he's going to be able to have a pretty good season, put up stats that are worthy enough of earning him offensive rookie of the year.
1: Yeah, Damian Pierce is definitely a good option for that as well. Um, so, yeah, moving on to defensive rookie of the year. Um, I'll let you go first for this one since I went first for the last one.
0: Um. Okay. Uh. I will say uh, you guys might have been able to, our listeners might have been able to pick up on this so far. I definitely know a lot more about offense than I do about defense. Um, Most people do, so. Yeah. Uh, Not to say I'm a casual, because I'm not a casual. I just like to put that out there. Um, I've got Aiden Hutchinson uh, from Detroit. Um, He's the guy that everyone thought was going to be the number one overall pick, at least I thought. The Jaguars came in, shocked the world. Uh, I'm sure the Lions rejoiced when he they, he fell down to them at two. Um, I think he's the best defensive prospect from this draft. Uh, he had a pretty dominant college career from what I remember at uh, Michigan. Dominant
1: senior season, yeah. Sure.
0: Um, and I think he's going to be able to chase down NFL quarterbacks, specifically Kirk Cousins. I don't like Kirk Cousins. Not Justin Fields, though? Nah, Justin Fields is too fast. He's not going to get him. Um, and I think that he's going to be a major part of uh, that Lions' defense, and he's going to help them shut down shut down offenses. Maybe uh, force a few fumbles, get a bunch of sacks.
1: I think it's good, it's good pick. Um, so yeah, Aiden Hutchinson was my pick as well because he's so NFL ready. He's such a good athlete. He's he looked good in preseason for the most part, and I thought that he would be. He's probably the best option. But I'm just going to steer. Steered in a little bit of a different direction here. Just the same way I did for defensive player of the year. And I'm going to go with sauce Gardner. I th- I just think, well, he's been in- oh. incredible. He's been incredible throughout the preseason and in camp. He didn't. I don't even think he allowed a single catch throughout preseason. I don't even think he is, got targeted. Yeah, exactly. The dude is locked down and there's this whole stigma or just this whole, like everyone knows that he didn't allow a single touchdown um in college or whatever. And that they're seeing, oh, how long is it going to take for him to let one up in the NFL? And I'm just saying if he can even, like, hold on to that, like, that little stat for, like, eight weeks or something, six weeks, he's locked for um, Rookie of the Year, for Defensive Rookie of the Year, Be- just because, like, he might not get the most interceptions. He might not get the most, like, like I don't know. But because of, like, this stat, People he's going to be under a microscope, so people are going to still be able to notice him and see him. Like he plays for New York. He's like is known as this like cocky, like just, just like crazy, like just this alpha corner. It's definitely got and, the like, swag. It's got exactly. Swag. Yeah. You 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 saw his drip on draft night. The dude yeah. is the dude is nice. He's like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just think that Sauce Gardner, if he can even back up half of this like hype that he has. He could definitely be the def- the defensive rookie of the year and find his way as a top ten corner, top fifteen corner by the end of the season. Sure. Um so yeah, if you let's move on to comeback player of the year. Um, um I'll, I'll let you go stuff. first for this one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um I've got this player on my fantasy team, Christian McCaffrey. Um coming back from two injury plague seasons. Uh, I think he's the most talented running back in the league. I don't think the Panthers are going to be very good. Um, I don't think a lot of people think they're going to be good. Uh, yeah, he's got Baker at Q and Baker's, I think he's all right. I think he's kind of overhated. Um, but I think McCaffrey is going to be the focal point of this offense. I think everything's going to run through him, whether it's, uh, run plays, getting him the ball on screens or dump offs, or even he goes out in the slot and runs routes. So like he can do it all. I think he's going to post um pretty good numbers this season. A lot of touchdowns. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Panthers aren't going to score that much, but when they do score, I think it'll be McCaffrey. And I think that's a pretty good sign.
1: Mm-hmm. I definitely disagree with like the fact that he's the most talented running back in the league or whatever went healthy, but um He's definitely a good pick for comeback player of the year. And I don't really know who I'm going to pick for comeback player of the year, so I'm just going to list out a couple of names that I could see. Um, sure. Starting off with, with Allen Robinson, he was just disappeared on that Chicago. He was a ghost on that Chicago offense last year, as you know all too well. Um, but now Looks on like the Rams, he wasn't
0: even trying. That's what it felt exactly. like. He, was, he wasn't Exactly.
1: Even... Yeah, whatever. But like, Sorry. I was a huge Allen Robinson guy going into the year. He was, I, I had him, I had him like, this is probably my worst take that I have that I posted on my TikTok. It was Alan Robinson is a top six receiver in the league and better than Michael Thomas and all that. Oof. I pushed that take, pushed that narrative because on film the year before, it looked like the dude was insane. He was a top 10 receiver, no doubt. He just looked, he was such a fluid mover. He was such a big guy, a good route runner, great hands, one of the best. Like, he was basically De- DeAndre Hopkins, a mini DeAndre Hopkins but taller. So like, yeah. I guess DeAndre Hopkins Hopkins light. So like, I don't know. I feel like on the Rams now he's going with Robert Woods and Odell gone. He's going to get a lot of targets. Hey, Odell might come
0: back. You don't know.
1: You don't know. He might, but I don't, I wouldn't count on it at this point. At this point, especially at the beginning of the season, Alan Robinson is going to be reinvigorated to just have to like get his, like, like his reputation back. And, just like, I think he's going to be in for a big year. So Alan Robinson's definitely an, an option, especially Pretty because sure. he's playing for the Super Bowl champions. So they're, he's going to yeah. get a lot of publicity for it too. And just a little bit of, and I guess there's also um, uh, Jameis Winston. I don't know, could be I like Jameis. an option. He's got that dog. Yeah. he's got that dog in him. He does. He does got that dog in him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, also we could see the return to MVP levels with Mitch Trubisky as the comeback player of the year. Money so, match. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um I mean that kinda I was gonna mention when you were talking about a Rob. Uh there's definitely something to be said from how he's going from like Blake Bortles to Mitch to Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, Fields. Like I think Fields can be good, but like all was those a rookie, yeah. Sure, bottom tier quarterbacks to go into Matt Stafford this year, he's definitely gonna take a jump. Yeah. Um, do we want to go Super Bowl predictions?
1: Um, I already gave who I'm going to say is going to win. So I guess I have the bill. Yeah, sure. We can talk about Super Bowl prediction. I have the bills coming out of the AFC. And for all the reasons I've said earlier, I'm not going to go in further depth on that. And right. on the NFC, I think it's pretty interesting. I th- like the highest team I have ranked is the Buccaneers. Or sorry, the Rams. But... I don't think we're going to see them back in the Super Bowl. I think, just to be interesting, I have a feeling that the 49ers are in for a big year. I think Trey Lance is going to be a very good quarterback, and with Kyle Shanahan running the—I think the Bills are going to beat them in the Super Bowl, but I think that the 49ers are going to be in the Super Bowl this year if they can stay healthy, and if Kyle Shanahan can make Trey Lance a top 10-12 quarterback in the league, which is 100% possible.
0: Sure. Um, Yeah, I already said I think the Chargers are going to make to the Super Bowl. I think that's kind of my risky pick. To keep it safe on the NFC side of the ball, I think I'm going to go with the Rams getting back there. Um, I'm not quite sure who I would pick to win, but I'd probably lean towards the Rams. I think that...
1: Back-to-back?
0: Yeah, I think it'd um, be kind of fitting. Uh, You look at Aaron Donald... He was supposed to retire before this year. He'd seriously considered it at least. I think I could definitely see the Rams making a playoff push, getting back to the Super Bowl, winning. Allen Robinson is on like a winning good team for the first time ever, except the 2018 Bears. Um, Oh, and that Jaguars team that made it to the AFC Championship. But whatever. Um, And Aaron Donald wins, rides off into the sunset, never to return. I think it'd be a – It'd be kind of a cool story to see that um, as much as nobody really likes a back-to-back winner.
1: Yeah. That could definitely happen. I don't know. Both teams, it, there's a lot of talent in the league this year and it's just going to be tough to see who's going to make it, but I don't know. Let's just have some fun with it. Just be excited for this season. And yeah, I don't know. Do you want to close this out, Cooper?
0: For sure. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, As always, um, we hope you enjoyed our NFL season preview. Um, I mean, make sure you like and subscribe. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Later.